This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Missing the previous two shots. Now the Clippers look to go. Kawhi for the tie. Man with the rebound. Sends it back out to Jackson for the tie. Up for grabs. Loose ball taken by Leonard. And taken back by Carter Williams. And punctuates the finish. That's just one of those nights. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Make sure you download the free Odyssey app today to watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily Podcast. You can also watch and listen live on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat here. Something you may not know is that BetQL Daily is part of a bigger company. We're home to the industry's most influential collection of broadcast and digital content, podcasts, and premium live experiences. We provide the news our fans need, the sports you love, the podcasts you crave. We're now part of a new brand called Odyssey. That's what we keep. That's why we keep bringing this up. Want to make sure you guys understand exactly what's going on. Um, so if you're wondering what's changed, well, not a whole lot for you. It's all the same stuff. Uh, the app on your phone, the name of that is going to change. You might need to update that, but all the great content you already get from us, music, news, sports, podcasts you listen to, whether it's BetQL Daily, You Bet or You Bet, um, none of that's going to change. So if you already have the radio Dot com app it's going to be updating to odyssey and uh if you have not downloaded make sure you do that download the odyssey app today you can search for it and find it that way i was i was checking yesterday uh so make sure you do that horvat are you used to telling people that you now work for odyssey is that is that still a little strange it was weird yesterday because eli's mic wasn't working right and preston was here and he's not a long-term employee of Odyssey like we are. And I'm like, and the news was coming out as I was hitting the arrow, and I was a little confused about exactly what was going on. But yeah, uh, yeah. News- so, so we're no longer radio.com. We are now Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. It'll take a little bit to get used to, but come tomorrow, I'll probably be used to it. Yeah, we found out yesterday, uh, well, we broke the news on our station around 8 a.m., and we're on from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. So, right. you know, from 8 to 10 that was when we kept saying, well, radio.com sports, wait, 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 no, but it's going to take some getting used to, but man, I love it. In fact, I woke up this morning and I didn't even have to delete the radio.com app and download the new oh, app, updated it itself. It was a beautiful thing. So I'm all set to go. There you go. Okay, cool. Uh, anytime there's change, people don't like it, even though it's not impacting you in any way. Oh, I'm just looking now and mine, mine updated as well. That happened overnight. Okay, cool. I was talking about it with Costos on Twitter yesterday, and you know people will take their shots. I think I think it sounds better. I think it's cleaner. The look is improved. Yeah. Uh, Nick made the crack that you know Entercom sounded like a rejected name for the company from Office Space. Yeah. I I think honestly, and I don't know if I'd get in trouble for for something 
uh, criticizing something that's no longer here. But it makes all the sense in the world for what the company is doing, the direction we're going. And honestly, calling yourself radio.com when you, you, you have this podcast network, like that doesn't make much sense. Why are we radio? We're not radio. Right. No, I like it a lot, man. I don't know why anybody would take a shot. And Entercom, to me, um, again, don't want to get in trouble. But I always felt like it sounded like a rental car place. Like, you know, you land in Florida. Oh, yeah. Enterprise. Yeah. Enterprise. Yeah. That's where it comes from. Yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, again, it'll take some use to getting, you know, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to call out the old name, but I like it. Yes. Uh, big improvement. Nothing has changed. It's just uh, more great things coming from the company here. All right. We're going to the NBA. We got 10 games. We only we only had a few last night, but we've got 10. So a monster slate. This typically happens. Uh, your Mondays, your Wednesdays, your Fridays, you're going to have a bunch of games. So uh, the NBA is keeping that rolling here. I, I Gotta say, I am keeping a close eye on what's happening with your Bucks and the Lakers. But is the, is that the number one game that has your attention this evening? You know, it was the first one that jumped off the page, jumped off the board for me, just because of the point spread. And uh, you know, you look at it, and right now the Bucks are favored by nine points. Again, the Lakers without Anthony Davis, without LeBron James, but. Out of nowhere now, the Lakers are on a two-game win streak. But, again, those wins were against oh, the Cavs and the Magic, two of the worst yeah. teams in the league. So in the six games uh, – well, first let's start with the Bucs. Again, like I look at that number. The Bucs are coming off a loss to the Clippers, very disappointing fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So you see that number, and I'm like, okay, the Bucs are going to win by double digits. I, I want to back the Bucs in a revenge spot. They're taking on the Lakers. Again, no LeBron, no AD. And if you go back from the 2018-19 season, the Bucs are actually 61-36-3 against the spread as large favorites, which means... Why are you calling this a revenge spot? Uh, a revenge spot just meaning that the Bucs, like historically, the well, the last three years under Mike Budenholzer, after a loss, they usually bounce back. But this is a different Bucks team. And I go back and I look, 1-6 against the spread in their last seven games. They lose to the Clippers 129-105. I thought that was a good spot. So the revenge game thing, the bounce back victory, not really a trend that I like to play as much anymore. And again, one and six against the spread in their last seven. But still, I mean, this Lakers team, where are they going to get scoring against the Bucs tonight? If anything, it would be probably Milwaukee or nothing. But again, eight and a half, nine points. I don't know if I, I don't know if I do want to lay that with the Bucs tonight, just the way that they've been playing. Drew Holiday's been great. Giannis has been great. Chris Middleton's been struggling the last couple games. Again, defensively, I still have no idea what this team's identity is because they do make the move for P.J. Tucker, who could guard multiple positions on the floor, but he's been beat up. He hasn't really been able to get any runs since he's came over. And then, like, the craziest number, the craziest stat about the Bucs this season, even though Brooke Lopez is their rim protector and every night could give you two to three blocks, like, statistically, they're better when he's on the bench, when, when he's not on the floor for the Bucs. So, again, that's a big number for me. If anything, I would probably play the Bucs. But right now, uh, it's it's a stay away from me. Andre Drummond expected to make his Lakers debut this evening. Lakers number one under team in the NBA, 31-16 and 16 to the under. And the Bucs are the number two over team in the NBA, 28-17-2, and two, hitting at a clip of 62%. They're terrible defense. A big part of that. I was talking about this uh, little three-game losing streak with the Bucs a little bit with Preston yesterday, and uh, he brought up some fair points. He's not worried about it. Like, first off, Clippers, 
championship contender. Yes, they did not have Paul George. They did not have Beverly the other day. But still, there's no shame in losing to the Clippers. And as you well know, the Knicks game, they had nobody starting. They just decided to, to throw out their second and third teamers out there, and they gave up the game. And the, the one that started that three-game losing streak was, remember, that was a rematch situation. It was a second of back-to-back games against the Celtics. So how much do we put into this three-game losing streak? Is it something where you have a team that's top six in the league and you see three consecutive losses and you're like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? Are, are, are things really changing there? They were just on this long winning streak. Are there reasons to be concerned that you've seen in the last week? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Not so much. And I agree with what Preston's saying right there, especially if you look at that matchup. I mean, Thanasis, Giannis's brother, best player on the floor, man, play anybody. And I think that that's, I think with Milwaukee, again, what concerns me more is just backing them, you know, one and six against the spread in their last seven, just that they're not covering the number, but not so much the, you know, the product that they're putting out on the floor. Because I think what they've realized the last two years, they've had the best overall record, not only in the Eastern Conference, but in the entire NBA. And what's that got them? Two years ago, they go to the Eastern Conference Finals. They have the 2-0 lead on Toronto. And then they look gassed the rest of that series, especially Giannis. Mm -hmm. And that's when the free throw struggles really started. And he just looked tired in that series. Middleton was tired. And then he's guarding the other team's best player in Kawhi. So he didn't really get a whole lot from him offensively. And he struggled in that series. Eric Bledsoe was terrible. Last year different situation because it was a bubble situation but they're they're the number one overall seed and they lose to a five seed in the second round so um I think they've learned that the regular season I don't want to say it doesn't matter at all I think in the east especially like even in the east I should say you probably want to finish top three top four as a seed you don't want to see Miami again because Eric Spolstra out coaches Mike Budenholzer every time they meet up but still I think that they've learned that the regular season, while it matters, doesn't matter a whole lot. Like, look at LeBron James. Look at him when he was in the East. The number one overall seed didn't mean a whole lot to him. You yeah. want to be healthy. You want to be fully rested come playoff time, especially with Giannis. So you know, what's the approach tonight, though? Like, if we're betting tonight, what do you think their approach is going to be? Do you think they want to win? Yeah, I think that they do want to win. I think they want – I do think that they want to get right, especially because of the three-game losing streak. Again, like, as a fan, it doesn't really bother me a whole lot. But with that team, with Giannis, how competitive he is, I think it does bother them. Again, I said it yesterday on our radio show, though, Joe. I'd sit everybody again tonight. Like, oh, okay, Andre Drummond's making his debut. Okay. Again, the regular mm-hmm. season for me, if you're a Bucks fan, it means nothing. All you want to know is that come playoff time, Mike Budenholzer is going to make adjustments. They're going to defend the three-point line. And Giannis, Middleton, and Drew Holiday are going to play 38 minutes plus because that's been the problem. He doesn't shorten up his rotations come playoff time. Does home court matter to you this no. year? Uh, this year, see, I want to say, I'm saying that's the only reason it would it would mean anything, and it's tied up top of the in the East. I just and, I wonder how much, and so I'm trying to think how it's going to work. Like, how much of an advantage you have getting a one or a two versus a three? Yeah, see, there's still that drop off after the first few teams. I don't know that it really matters all that much. Well, the the reason that like I go back and forth with that 
is because two years ago when the Bucs won 60-plus games and people were like, okay, let's do some load management before the league was really cracking down on load management. I mean, that was the year that Kawhi wasn't playing the second night of back-to-backs. You know, I was like, well, the number one seed matters to me because I want home court advantage, especially if you're playing, you know, Kawhi and the Raptors or Philadelphia. But I think what we learned in that year, the Bucs didn't lose back-to-back games at the Pfizer Forum at home all season long. I think they only lost two games at home. But then you get to the playoffs, they have the 2-0 series lead, and they lose two straight at the Pfizer Forum. And I was just, you know, this year with the Nets, just just with those three guys, if they're healthy, KD, Kyrie, and Harden, yeah, I would prefer home court advantage. I just don't know how much it matters. You know, I just think that the best team's going to win. Yeah, we got to move on because uh, we, we got nine other games. Here's one that does uh, jump out to me. Want to get your thoughts on it? We've got the Knicks and the Timberwolves, surprisingly. Uh, the Knicks are favored by four. We still sitting at four, fellas. It looks okay. Did it go down a little bit to three and a half? Total yeah. of 218. So um, maybe a bit of a spot play here, but I'm looking at the favorite. Tell me if I'm crazy. Uh, the Knicks, you know, with Tibbs as the, as the head man there this season, they have been a very good bounce back team after losses. Nine and one against the spread in their last 10 after a straight up loss. Nine, one and one ATS after ATS losses. And uh, we, we've got the elite Knicks defense, fourth in the NBA in defensive efficiency. Going against a pretty poor T-Wolves offense, 29th in offensive efficiency. I, I'm willing to lay it with the Knicks. What do you think? Absolutely. I think the, the I, I think the Knicks win this game by two possessions. Uh, you brought up how tough they are defensively. So that would be a play for me as well. Would be the Knicks tonight. I would lay it. And really quick, because I know we got to get to all these games, a prop that I really like, you brought up the Knicks defensively. I like for Minnesota, I like Malik Beasley under 18 and a half points. If you could get that number tonight, he's playing since he's came back from his suspension. He is playing over 30 minutes per game. He's getting his shots up, and yet he's still only averaging 11 per game. Anthony Edwards taking away a lot of his field goal attempts. He's playing against one of the better uh, perimeter defensive teams in the league, three-point defensive teams in the Knicks. And in their last matchup, despite having the field goal attempts, he only scored six against New York. So I like Malik Beasley in this one, under 18 and a half, and the Knicks would be a play for me as well. All right, Horvath, anything else you really like? Yeah, you know what? In that Miami game, I would lead Miami. And then I kind of want to go back to Jimmy Butler as far as props. I did not see a PRA yet. I did not see a rebounds and assists. I did earlier on see rebounds. It was a little bit juiced, probably around minus 120. But if you could get that around seven, seven and a half, he's hit that in both games against Indiana. I like over seven and a half. He hasn't hit it in his last two games overall, but in his last seven against the Pacers, man, he has. And he's also hit this number in 20 of his last 28 games. I like Jimmy Butler over seven and a half boards. Uh, Oladipo out once again. Uh, he, he's not going to be playing for the Heat yet. Did you see what happened with this this Jazz flight? Uh, jazz at Memphis tonight. Uh, the number is five and a half. I think that came down a little bit uh, from six. Jazz have now won six in a row. We know this deal with the Jazz. They had that great run in the start of the year. Donovan Mitchell's out of this game, though. Um, did, did you see that one about their charter flight? They had to make an emergency land landing because they hit a flock of pigeons. Yep, yep. And this was a spot I actually kind of liked for Memphis at home. Uh, ben oh QL right now makes this a five-star play. Where They like the dogs tonight. They like the Grizzlies plus four and a half. They have the Grizzlies at plus two points, so you get a three-point difference right there from the current line. So I'm, I think there's a good spot for the Grizz tonight. Ooh, make sure you're here for our lightning bet because I want to mention all these BetQL plays. There are three different NBA uh, sides. They're all sides? Yeah. 
basketball and totals. They love the NBA card tonight. All right, we'll get to that later. 